Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. I'm Enthralament. Your ridiculous hat. <laughs> oh, but Magooch is supposed to say something. I say my thing at the end. Oh, well, I'm Sorry. ridiculous hat, and I'm out of order. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm Magooch. Do you want to start over? <laughs> I think we that was perfect can. the way it was. Let's leave it right how it is. All right, then we're here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game, and games are supposed to be fun like this. Like this. And we are super lucky to have Ridiculous Hat on the, the show today. Um, thank you so much, Hat, for coming on. Uh, we're kind of big fans, actually. So kind of want to start off with a real hard-hitting interview of you, if you don't mind. So the number one question everyone wants to know is what is your favorite Hearthstone card and why? Favorite's complicated. Do you mean like the card that I enjoy playing the most or the card that wins me the most games? Because both are very good. Um, oh. my, my favorite card was one mana cold blood because <laughs> you nice. dome people on turn two. <laughs> there were so many games where I went turn one, firefly, turn two, firefly, cold blood the first one, getcha, and you just hit people, and <laughs> that's good. But Argent Squire, love Argent Squire, but you could didn't guarantee the second turn combo enabler. In terms That's of fun true. card, though, really like uh, Nexus Champion Sarad, oh. which for those that don't know, from the Grand Tournaments, a 5-mana 4-5 neutral legendary, inspire at a random spell to your hand. Super fun, kind of like a mini Ysera in a way. Very good mm-hmm. in the Control Warrior Mirror. Really dug that card. I love that yes. card. Nice. Yeah, I'm a fan. I never was actually able to own that card because I was not free to play, but like close to free to play at the time and so it was one of those cards where i was like oh i would love to have that card but yeah i uh, was always been jealous of people who were able to play that card it was fun it wasn't good then and it's certainly not good now but i enjoy it <laughs> what's inspire right inspire was either this. broken or terrible <laughs> yeah thunderbluff valiant did nothing wrong though it just was surrounded by a bunch of broken friends Oh, this is true. Because it was bad until, like, Shaman got super good with Totems, and then all of a sudden Thunderbuff Valiant was awesome. I was like, wait a minute, this card is broken. It's like, no, I think the free 5-5 is what's broken, but, you know, who knows? I played a lot of Thunderbluff Valiant for a long time, and I never got higher than rank 13 (laughs) until later, (laughs) until much, much later. Yes, I was playing with Thunderbluff Valiant when I first hit rank 15, and that was a proud, proud day. Not even kidding. That's good. Cool. All right, so I think a burning question would be, uh, is there any story to the name Ridiculous Hat? So there was this one time I was in high school, which was um, an undisclosed amount of years ago. Um, Let's see. when This would have been, I think, 19 years ago. I think 19 years ago or so. Um, and we went to the cafeteria at, at school, and this young woman was wearing a completely absurd piece of headwear. It was like a Dr. Seuss hat, but Jamaican colors and kind of floppy. Um, I always imagined the ridiculous hat to be. <laughs> it, it, wasn't, it wasn't even my hat. I don't have this hat. I don't own it. It's not like I took it or whatever. But she was sitting and like, and it was, it was a ridiculous hat. And I turned to my friend at the time and I was like, she is so cool that she has to wear that ridiculous hat. And then <laughs> later that day I got home and we were... We were registering for a Magic the Gathering message board to argue on the internet like cool kids did back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know what to pick for my screen up, so I'm like, you know what? Ridiculous hat. And here we are today. <laughs> wow, longevity. Awesome. Nice. You need to post no, that's great. like a... That's better than I could have hoped for. 
you, you need I, to post like a what do you what do you call that like like a I just missed you ad like nineteen years oh, ago. Oh, missed connections. <laughs> we were in the cafeteria. You had a sandwich and a ridiculous hat. I can't speak to the sandwich. I was so enthralled by the hat well, that I didn't even know what she was eating. <laughs> but yes, we'll see. I I. I'm not super hopeful on that because I don't – because then what if the person was is just like, well, that hat wasn't ridiculous. It was just, you know, I just <laughs> wanted to wear my favorite hat that day. <laughs> yeah. The, the context of the misconnection may be insulting as it is. So we're just going to let that one go. That's the hat that got away. All right. Um, hey, uh, I'm a big fan, Hat, and uh, I've known you for a while, long enough uh, uh, since before you were on uh, Coin Concede, and um, it was it's been really fun to watch you like go from just kind of like community kind of member and contributor to like in my mind being such a big part of such an awesome podcast and and, and kind of a leader in a lot of senses with with ideas in the community. Um, how and when did you decide or did you decide to make the podcast and the community around the podcast such a big part of your life? Because I'm sure it takes up a lot of your time every week and it's just a big thing for you. So first of all, thank you very much for the kind words and I really appreciate it. I mean, honestly, a lot of this happened because I really, really love Hearthstone and always have since I started playing it. Um, I was really big into, this is going to be a long-winded answer, So, and, and I know you all knew what you were getting into when you brought me on. This is long-winded <laughs> by my standards, so I'm just going to put that out there. Um, when I was younger, I played a lot of Magic the Gathering, a lot, a lot, a lot, and those of you that play it know what kind of time commitment it takes to be good at that game. It takes a lot mm. of time, a lot of money, a lot of energy, a lot of travel, um, and I was young and in college and then out of college, then in college, then out of college, and, then, and that continued a few times. Um, but Eventually, I got a job, and I, I was invested in spending time on something that wasn't just games, and that meant Magic had to take a back seat because the job I got was for a movie theater chain, and nights and weekends are prime time for us and prime time for Magic the Gathering. Couldn't really do that anymore. Needed a different game, and then Hearthstone came out. And once they had a phone call, I'm like, all right, this is the game. Got into it, guessed on a couple podcasts, um, and then kind of out of nowhere, a couple events happened in short sequence. Uh, both around 2015, 2016. Um, I had guessed on an episode of 1600 Dust. There was a guest host that came on one day. A week I wasn't on. Um, his name was Will, and he talked about THL, Team Hearth League at the time. It's no longer named that, Blizzard. <laughs> it's now Team Hearth Legends, and it is a league format series that is definitely not a league. We mean to make sure that's clear. It is not no a league, way. unlike the League of Explorers or the League of Evil, which you can both find in the latest Hearthstone expansion. Buy in the Hexaflex bundle for a low price of nineteen ninety nine each. Um, I like that they give the League of Evil a pass. They're like, well. I mean, you can tell them. You can tell them no. It's against the rules. They're going to break the rules. They're evil. That's the point. So, so that happened, and then also. I got messaged by a game guy named Cinder Ascendant that said, "Hey, Cora is on our show, but she has a she got a gig with Blizzard because she's awesome. Um, you seem less awesome, but still pretty good. Do you want to be on our show?" He didn't actually say that, but that's how I, I can't hear imagine. No, he didn't actually say that. But he's like, "Do you want to be on the show while she's gone?" And I was like, "Okay." So I joined THL with Team Sixteen Hundred Dust, uh, which was uh, Chris Spivey. Uh, Serial, Bill, um, and Ziggy, and me, and at the same time, I jumped on Coin Concede, and, and that kind of launched me in a couple of different directions that became 
the community seems large at first, but you realize it's a bunch of smaller circles that are all kind of connected to each other. And through these two different groups, I intersect with a lot of different aspects of the community, including Vicious Syndicate, who I write for. Um, I was streaming at the time. And I just, I was really bad at saying no to things, so I found myself with a lot of fingers and a lot of different pies. Guested on a ton of podcasts, uh, helped out on Coin Concede, and that actually went really well. Uh, I ended up becoming a permanent member of the show, still there to this day, obviously. And from there, I, I don't know, people wanted to listen to me, and I thought about it one day, and I'm just like, this is, it's good for me, but it can be good for everybody, and I want to make sure that the the kindness that was given to me and, and how I was welcomed into so many different spheres, that's how I want to treat other people. Um, and that's kind of how I ended up, you know, we do a lot of coaching for Coin Concede, so I've gotten a lot of one-on-one time with different members. Our Discord is, is we've really strived to make it a positive place where everyone is included. If somebody says something that's kind of like unwelcoming, they're called out immediately. It's almost self-policing at this point. We have a serious talk channel where people can talk about politics and religion and like they keep it civil, which is amazing. <laughs> and they do. <laughs> yeah, wow. We've just been, we've been lucky enough and we've been blessed by having, attracting the right kind of people and having the right kind of mindset. And it's worked out really well. So it's, I mean, I'm nothing but happy about where it's ended up and I consider myself very lucky to be a part of it. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think... Sh- Go ahead. I think that community has a lot to do with, though, too, like like what you guys label as kind of your principles and philosophies on the podcast. Like, uh, I didn't even know you were going to be on uh, Coin Concede, and I downloaded the first episode I ever listened to, and it was the one before you came on. And um, I remember in the first few episodes anyway, uh, Cinder was um, so passionate about representation in Hearthstone. Um, and I, I remember just being like, Oh, this podcast is for me. Like, like these are kind of philosophies and and ideas that I hold really valuable. And then I remember you coming on and being like, what hats on? Like, this is perfect. (laughs) There we go. And Thralum was like, if I had a dream podcast, if I had a Zephyrus for a podcast, what would it be? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, these were the three options I was looking for. Not this one. (laughs) (laughs) Not these three. <laughs> this is the one he misclicked, and here he is. <laughs> Wait, I have two mana left. Why didn't you give me Shadowward Pain? I don't understand. <laughs> Turns out this podcast was lethal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. I was a big Coin Concede fan with Korra on it, and then I learned that Korra wasn't going to be on it, and I kind of stopped listening for a while. So not, nothing against you, but it just, no, I mean, it's Cora, right? Like it's, Cora was so great. Like Cora was great. She still is great. And, uh, and Andres was on there too. When he went into Omnic lab, which is still one of the biggest overwatch podcasts. Like the, the show has a pedigree and it's one of the yeah. few shows I think where yeah. the cast has changed multiple times and the show's kept going, even though it's definitely evolved a bit and it's taken a different direction lately than I think it did. If you go back a hundred episodes, um, but like nothing but respect for the for the original early members of that show because like Cinder is casting everything and Cora works for Blizzard now. Yeah, that's yeah. a thing she does. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> yeah, Seems well okay. done, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like your Discord though, like I just joined your Discord recently because I, I find Discord daunting, uh, and that that community is insane. Like in a really good way. Like it is vibrant. Like it is oftentimes hard to keep up with but just super impressive like the community you guys have built there in that discord is truly incredible and really cool yeah so well done there 
Thank you. Yeah, we're really, really lucky to have so many like-minded people. And something that has happened many times, I think the thing I'm most grateful for, I actually, I brought this up on Blizzlet. Uh, they, they had a question. They said, what's the number one thing you would tell a person who wants to get better at Hearthstone? It's like, poster replays where people who are better than you can look at it because you're probably not recognizing the mistakes you're making. Anytime anyone posts a replay in there, there's people that will jump on it and be like, this is what I would have done. This is what I'm thinking. Here's your game plan. Here's what you should be thinking. And we've had people, uh, there's a, there's a player gear sighted in the past week. He was really struggling with both the, the mental game and, and like with the deck that he wanted to be good with Highlander Hunter and he wasn't quite able to get there. He posted some replays, gave him some feedback and he hit rank five within a week. Um, and it was just really, really nice to see that people can make a difference in other people's lives, even when it's about this game. That's awesome. Nice. That's, that is awesome. Yeah. I think, um, I think curating communities is really important in everything we do. And, um, I think we don't think about it enough in our day-to-day lives, but, but I, I remember playing World of Warcraft and we had this really great guild and it, it was super kind of welcoming and it was competitive when we wanted to be, but, but not overly competitive and, but just super like they, they would move people in and out of raids. So other people had experiences. It was so good. All the tanks who, who led the raids were really kind of like gracious, patient people. And I remember that guild kind of broke up and fell apart and I played for another six months and I just couldn't find the same gaming experience. And I was like, and my addiction was bad. <laughs> I was loving it too much. Yeah. I was like, I have to walk away. I'm not enjoying it anymore. I'm playing every day, all day. And I'm not getting the same feeling of community. Like, it's not fun anymore. So I think that's Oh, yeah. Really wow important. tangent. Um, do you know the, the Jinx clothing company? Yeah. They make a lot of World of Warcraft clothing and stuff. Yeah. Do any of you know who they are? Okay. No. Yeah, well, back in the day, they had like a WoW guild. And I had transferred servers to join that guild. And it was exactly what you described. It was just an awesome community. And then eventually, I kind of had to grow up and stop playing World of Warcraft at that level, like raiding at the level they wanted to raid at. So I transferred back to my old guild, and it just wasn't the same. And it was like, well, I, I guess I'm done playing World of Warcraft. Maybe I should grow up and find a job. <laughs> so so I did. It's <laughs> awesome. But, all right, so... I think it is time for Tea with Finley. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we did this week in Hearthstone. Hello, old friend. Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? Uh, Enthralamon, do you want to get us started this week? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, well, first of all, I voted today, so there's that. Um, you should vote Good for you. in your upcoming elections when those happen in the United States of America's. Um, no, it was a federal election today here in Canada, so um, yay. Uh Second of all, I was bullied by Matt at Arms into playing Runeterra this weekend, a bunch <laughs> late Friday and Saturday. And by saying bullied, That sounds I... like Matt. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he said that I'd enjoy it. <laughs> um, That's What a terrible something thing. Something about that seems off. Like, you should play this game that I like because you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, no, he said, you know, there were good parts of Hearthstone and good parts of Magic the Gathering in it. And I agreed with that to a point. Um but yeah. the best part of playing Runeterra, uh, I had a reason to watch Dog stream again, straight up. Like, I miss watching Dog. I love Dog, and uh, I was watching it this weekend. I had some fun. So, um, But it didn't hold my attention all weekend. I, got, I Definitely on Sunday, I got, got on with Agra Warrior and finished my 1,000 wins with Warrior. And uh, uh, realized that I'm not the hugest fan of the Garrosh uh, a warrior art. He's got this weird chest horn that is weirding me out. He's like, uh, 
Corrupted Isn't it like an old god, like Cthulhu, Garrosh or something? Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. I think it's Yasharaj-ish or something. Like he communes with some old god. I think it's Yasharaj because it was during Missa Pandaria. But like, it's strange. <laughs> I'm cool with the eyeballs blinking. They're pretty cool. But that weird chest horn. I'm yeah. just like, what is that? Like, is there is that a coat hook? <laughs> All I can think of is the guy with the basketball cannon in his chest from Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what was cool was I was just playing aggro warrior on ladder, like legend ladder to get my, uh, to just get my thousand warrior wins. And I was losing a lot at first. And then, uh, when I finished after getting about 20 more wins, um, I noticed that I'm like top 500, I'm four rank 400 and something. So I'm like, now I'm like, well, it's the 21st of the month. Do I try hard again? I don't know. I don't think I should, but part of me wants to. That's what that was. That'd be like three months in a row. Wouldn't it? That you kind of try harded. Uh, sort of. The first month I got I got to top thousand, but I made legend like the last day of the month. I, oh, I started yeah. playing with like a week left and made it. And, yeah. I mean, you had just came back to Hearthstone after like yeah. taking six months off, and we're like, hey, I should probably hit legend, and then you did. I think that's the, the definition of tryhard. It's, it's like going to the grocery store, just like you know, I need butter, milk, eggs, legend, whatever. <laughs> I actually didn't try that month. I just was like not trying and climbed a million ranks. And shaman was pretty good back then too. So, oops, I'm shaman. awesome. <laughs> I don't I even know you? what happened. I just fell and I got this card back. <laughs> you you were there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there you go. All right, Magooch, how was your uh week in Hearthstone? All right, so I also got into Runeterra, but uh I I actually really enjoyed it. I liked the um opportunity to play stuff again on other people's turns i haven't played much magic since the arena beta and i haven't played in the live version much and i haven't played paper in a while but i also played uh you know a couple weeks ago i talked about like way too many tavern brawls and then i did a whole bunch of tomb runs i'm still chasing the bob decks and the heroic uh card back I'm, i'm gonna get it anyway even though it's not my favorite but I wanted to get, you know, back to old school, so I hopped around and played Odd Rogue on EU and uh, Asia for a bit, and was super enjoying it, so I went back to NA, and I made some golden magic carpets to keep that deck all shiny. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that was all that was missing from this version. I've kept, I said like two years ago, I'm like, all I want in Hearthstone is a, is a decent meta deck in Rogue that's fully golden. <laughs> <laughs> and it hasn't been hard to keep uh, up with it because there's not a ton to add. I know um, this feeling. And the the biggest the biggest sadness I have right now is that my golden auctioneers and golden preps are just like they're like pressed up against riding. the glass watching the game. <laughs> just like let me in. Let me you're in. like you're like shut you up. Used to Stay love in the me. attic. <laughs> you used to play with me all the time. I miss you. And I you know, shut up. We have I, company. We have company. Hide <laughs> yourselves. I don't care if they nerfed prep. I'm not getting rid of my preps. I'm not doing it. No. Nah. No. And They've always time, been there for me. Yeah. Some wacky version of, there's like a Shadow Miracle Rogue that I tried a couple weeks ago that was not great, but it was still pretty. So I played it for a while. Yeah. Can, can we stop for um, one second and just say that I actually really miss Miracle? Like, I really miss Oh, I super miss Miracle Rogue. No, nah, I don't. I was crossing my fingers and hoping that Blizzard's one big miscalculation during the wild cards was they were going to be like, Tomb Pillager, back in standard. Have fun. Oh, I just, I, I, you know what I, I miss about it? I just, I 
I don't love when Rogue is pretty much just about tempo. And now it's becoming about stealing cards, so it's a little bit different, but I feel like Rogue used to be so much fun. Like, Quest Shaman reminds me a lot of how Rogue used to play, where you just have so many options on a turn, and you got to get them in the right order and figure out kind of the best way to play things. I, I miss that. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, not at all. I mean, Miracle Rogue always made me the most nostalgic for magic uh at pl- and i would play like vintage and legacy so those auctioneer turns when you play like 16 cards a turn like that that was what i lived for back in the day and i absolutely miss that um but the only other thing i should have done this week was actually try climbing with evolve shaman before it gets taken away because it should <laughs> and I, that's the time that i spent on rune Terra instead so. yeah 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 and then, and then I never you too liked... can trip and fall and hit your head and wake up legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never liked Miracle Rogue because I was never good at it. So whenever someone played it well against me, I always kind of hated them. So <laughs> that's kind of like reasonable did. response. <laughs> yeah. That that so. sounds like that sounds like your opponent had an Xbox. And you're like, no PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Call, call back to the pre-show that didn't get recorded. Um, <laughs> no, Beast Druid's the best. <laughs> Dude, Beast Druid was the best. You can copy a Stranglethorn Tiger. <laughs> don't even get me started. That was, That's no. the most powerful thing that deck did. <laughs> no, that was the most the powerful thing. Stranglethorn Tiger was five, five no. into two five times. <laughs> no one can beat that. Who's ever slow. beat three five five? Too slow. That was, see, that was... It was uh, that was a trick, right? The Stranglethorn Tigers oh. were too slow, so you had to go for you had to go for more tempo oriented plays. Yeah, you didn't include those, did you, in your deck? No, I, I didn't because they were oh, too yeah. slow. They were too slow. If you were if you were playing a five five, just ho- hoping to like duplicate it the next turn, you'd lost the game. It's all about the pantry spider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I was expecting you to say something else. <laughs> you say, uh. I'm sorry, you, you copied a one three. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Or or I made it a three four, <laughs> and then drew Ooh, a card. You spoil me. <laughs> or whatever it would have been a, a three five, right? Uh, oh, I loved that deck. I played a lot of that deck. My first like three hundred or so. Well, no, my first, my last three hundred druid wins to get to five hundred were were pantry spider beast druid. Um, we joked a lot about it. He he played a lot of that deck for months. It was hilarious and wonderful. I played oh, a bunch cur- of that. The deck curator too. to pull to pull uh, Deathwing and then drop Deathwing. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> wow, it was so good. Kill your own pantry. <laughs> this vein, this vein goes a little deeper than I expected to go. I'll be honest with you all. Oh, I put a lot of time into that deck. I probably have put more time into that de- that deck than I bet you any other three or four decks I've ever played. Like. A yeah. lot of thought and time into that deck. It was, it was my baby. I loved that deck. <laughs> that and then the uh, stealth rogue before it like was super good and everybody realized it was good. I was playing it. Dano but, stealth rogue hipster con- confirmed. Oh yeah, I it's that's what my my uh, my favorite story was. I was like rising super quick with it. The 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 month that it was like it was gonna break out as like top one legend. Um, I was playing it as well without anybody else was like really knew it was a, a thing. And I got to rank five super quick. And that was before the, 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 uh, the rank floors. And so I was like, oh crap. Well, I can't, I can't play this deck that this, this off meta garbage deck here now that I hit rank five. And so like I switched over to like Dragon Warrior or some nonsense. And I just like bounced around like rank four for like the rest of the month. Then the last day of the, the meta, I was like, 
hey, I'd hit rank six. So I put the the uh, stealth rogue back up when I got all the way to like rank two. And I was like, oh crap, I could have I could have hit legend, and I I didn't. And it was heartbreaking. And then that was the month that like that hit like like rank one legend. And then after that, like kind of like blew up a little bit, and they had all the different variations of it before Finja rotated and everything. But but yeah, I was there. It was that uh, was a sad it was a sad month. So <laughs> our times. moral to the listeners is believe in yourself. Believe it is. in yourself. Yes. Yeah, believe in Finja actually is what you should do. It's just believe <laughs> you in You can Finja. believe in two things. You can believe in both. <laughs> yourself and Finja. And Ninja Murlocs. I was so yourself. sad they didn't bring Finja back. Like why not bring Finja back? It was just yeah. the oh, cuz the world doesn't need that. The world oh. doesn't need put two war leaders and two bluegills in your deck and then just hit something. No, what it the world needs is 13 more results in your deck. <laughs> hey. I, I, like, not every decision was a win. I don't, <laughs> don't want to say that. All right, Hat, how about you? How was your week in Hearthstone? <clears throat> so, generally good. Um, I'm in the finals of the Coin Concede Listener Series against Deck Tech. I was able to get it over Boozasaurus um, in the semis. Uh, so I'm looking forward to playing against him. I won my Pro Series match over in THL. Lost my Legacy in Game 5. Um, I also got distracted by Rune Terra. Not so much distracted. I've had a realization about the standard format. Um, I played a bunch of games over the past week, and I've realized Alakir should be in play on turn eight, but not turn three. I think turn <laughs> three is too early. I think turn eight's about right. Maybe turn seven with the coin, but <laughs> turn three Alakir, I think it's just it's just too early. It's I think mutate early. shouldn't be an innervate for five mana. Yeah. We've, we've had some rock, yeah. paper, scissors meta. This is like a rock, paper, bazooka meta. <laughs> it's it's like, like, no, it's rock, paper, scissors. The rock is the boulder from Indiana Jones. <laughs> and the paper just kind of sticks to the side. <laughs> and then the scissors just get crumpled. So, like, it's. Yeah. Like, there are other decks you can play, but you don't win on turn three with those decks unless they're combo priests. So, why are you playing them? And I didn't really have a good answer, and I didn't want to play Shaman, so I played Runeterra. And yeah. Runeterra was fun. I don't think the current standard meta is unfixable but i think it's the best deck is boring and powerful enough that i don't feel interested in the problem yeah i think the fun factor of that deck lasted about 15 seconds oh cool yeah, well, evolve, hooray and, but, but and then quest, now it's just done over and over and over again and like it's... mogu was stupid before evolve though right like I, right. we were talking about a bit in the podcast there were two sequential games where i faced down um First was mutate into Walking Fountain when I was Zoo, and then the next game, I got hmm. mutated into a, a Batterhead. And Batterhead <laughs> against Zoo on turn four is very good. Yeah. And, I, uh, had, I, had, I had someone get Batterhead uh, in a game they had no business winning against my Agro Warrior, which doesn't happen very often. And I sent him a friend request, and he said, good game. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, I just found it funny, man. Like, I just wanted to laugh with you. Yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> like, what do you even do? You, you don't blame the player who plays the b- broken strategy. They didn't come up with a strategy. They just want to win no. games. It's what you do in a competitive yeah. system. So I don't blame them. I blame Mogu Flesh Shaper. And Mogu Flesh Shaper is a bad Mogu. He's a bad. Yes. <laughs> I don't he's, say also a, he's also a bad flesh shaper. <laughs> no, he's very good at flesh shaping. Yeah, he shapes his flesh into random eight drops that deal eight damage to a random target at the end of their turn. Okay, but he's not an ethical flesh shaper. <laughs> yeah, that, okay, that's accurate. <laughs> All right. Did um, he cut off hat? Did he finish? No. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so my weekend Hearthstone started out awesome and then ended sadly. 
So, <laughs> sorry, don't <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. So, um, playing in the two different uh, league type series is right now. Uh, aspirants over because I didn't make the playoffs, but I'm playing in both the uh, Legacy of THL and then also uh, Challenger Legacy five and one. Feeling super good about that. Love conquest. Love like the meta, like the tournament meta pre um, Eddie potentially destroying it. But um, really loving like just like the play and like putting the conquest strategy together. I love that part of the game. Like the latter, I can kind of take it or leave it to be honest. But like putting together like a like a, a lineup, thinking about the different strategies, going into the meta. What do I want to target? What is the w- different ways that I can like play with my, my list to make it, you know, stronger or weaker against this and that. I just love that. And so it's kind of, I think what's been doing really well for me. I don't think I'm a great player, but I think I'm a good planner when it comes to like my deck strategies. So five and one feeling great about that was the red conference player of the week. Feel really happy about that. I was very surprising and super cool. They have like a player of the week thing now. And they're like, yeah. And then Dano was the player of the week for red conference. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> Thank you, I guess. Good for you. Yeah. So I felt great. That was just awesome. Um, hit my Challenger series. Super unfavored. I was just, I mean, the matchups were not good. Um, I was just really unfavored. Targeted Shaman. Had the Shaman match if I wanted, but then had to play against two combo decks with a with a Nazoth Priest. I just was not likely to win. So I brought my Highlander Paladin with Deathwing and the Curator, like like I do. And the first game was against uh, his Mally, Mally Druid. And I was getting there with just like the hit the face strategy. Um, I had Deathwing out. Deathwing was going face. I was almost there. He taunted up. And I was like, okay, my out here is uh, Ziliax. Ziliax, I can trade his meta. I can ping for five. And then I go face with, I go face with uh, a 1-1 I had on board. And then Deathwing for 13 exact lethal. Had it all planned out. Boom, pulled the Ziliax. I'm like, whoa, I got it. This is going to be so awesome. I can't wait to tell everybody about this. This is going to be so cool. My own my own Highlander, you know, Paladin list is going to win me this, you know, unfavored matchup. And then it was the death and that got there for me. And then I just traded wrong. Like, just in the moment, I traded in the 1-1 <laughs> instead of pinging oh. the taunt. And I was just like, I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, my gosh. I just have, okay, so how do I fix this and i couldn't fix it got him to one healed up and taunted got through that and then stabilized again and cleared my death wing and that was the end of the game and it was like oh i was there i had it i was like this was gonna be so awesome and i just in like the moment like i planned for it it was my out i knew what my out was i was looking for it i got it and then like in the moment i just blew it i got distracted by the magnetize i was like do I want to magnetize? I was like, no, I don't need to magnetize. There's no reason to magnetize. So I didn't magnetize. And then I just traded, traded. And I was like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> I just got distracted. So Dan. that bummed me out. And then and then I was Dan. so down about it. I like cued my paladin again into his shaman when I wanted to cue my priest. And it was like, oh, I misplayed that entire game. And just that was it. So <laughs> the only thing I have to say. Yeah. Did that not play through? I had a sound bite. Oh. A sad trombone. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't play. Add a sad Hold trombone on. to it. <laughs> yes. Oh well. I tried. It was just wah wah wah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 it's fine. It's, it's what? 
It's what? It's <laughs> what do you have to say? I wanted the trombone to play. Uh, I got to tell you, the, the one thing that I love about ladder, and like I've played in some leagues, right? And I always find that, first of all, as a West Coast guy, and I can only play after my kids are in bed, it's impossible to organize times to play with people. But the second thing was like, man, I don't know why I put so much stress on myself as soon as I'm in a quotations league, sorry, or organization. Um, I don't, I don't know why I put more... Like I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, all of a sudden I get all like all nervous and I don't know, like competitive and like, like results oriented. Like, Oh, if I want to be good at Hearthstone, I have to win like all these games. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I like that. I feel about ladder though. It's like, Oh, I could take or leave winning at ladder. Um, but that's cool. So my last, my last thing about, uh, this week in Hearthstone is I learned something about myself and like what I love about Hearthstone and what I hate about Hearthstone. And I hate unbalanced matchups. I hate playing the deck that is targeted and I hate playing a deck that is targeting, I guess, because then I feel bad when I don't get what I'm targeting. And then I also feel bad when I get targeted. My, okay. Dano is about to go way, way, way off the rails right now because he misspelled trombone in the show chat a few minutes ago, and instead typed the word, Turboner. He claims it is because his fingers weren't aligned correctly on the keys of his keyboard, but we all know the truth. Okay, just so everyone understands, in the show notes, I just spelled trombone Torboner, but that's because my <laughs> fingers were on, but they're in between the keys, and so they typed wrong, okay? Thank Is you. Is this I like know the trading the Zilliacs of typing? <laughs> I, was, I, was I played the trombone in high like, school, no, I know how to spell go. trombone. I, I know how to spell. You <laughs> were in the tor- middle. <laughs> I wasn't correcting you, I just also sent it. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to spell trombone, Okay. Okay. Oh, good. Right, <laughs> Renaming my soundbite Sad Torboner. Nice. Sad Torboner. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, so I, uh, so I was playing Death Rattle Priest to target Shaman. And unfortunately, the list I was playing was also being targeted by other Death Rattle Priests. And then I wasn't always hitting the Shaman matchups, so that I was just super angry about that list. And then I was playing Shaman for a little while. And then I got super upset when I got targeted so i was like this i just can't do this so i just started playing some like 50 50 decks and started having fun again like okay yeah this is great i i'm gonna win or i'm gonna lose but it's not gonna be because of the meta it's gonna be because of my ability to play it right or wrong and then i had started having fun again and it was like one of those like light bulb moments when it's like oh i just this is what i like about the game and this is what i don't like about it and if i just avoid this thing i can have fun again so I did That's that awesome. and I had a, a bunch of fun on ladder again. I started playing a a quest priest, which had like game against a bunch of different stuff. So game against shaman and game against other priests because it didn't play Nazoth. It didn't have like that big end game push. It was just kind of like you build a big minion. So I had a bunch of game, much, a bunch of different things, had a bunch of fun, had a lot of fun with it. And I was like, oh, this is good great. I, yeah. So that felt good. Yeah. That's like. Another thing that I I held on to from back in the day, listening to like limited resources, something Marshall would always talk about, would be those little level up moments when they like they turn on a bulb and you like get something a little better, but it also like makes you feel good and makes you have a little more fun, and this is a good thing. You have that little realization or that little mini epiphany. Yeah, that show's so, so good. I it's been so long since I listened to it seriously, but I I loved it. I listened to it hardcore for so long, and I think being 
away from magic has just made it almost sad to listen to because I'm like, I, I miss my kitchen table crew. and Yeah, Aww. they just celebrated their 10-year anniversary and wow, as a podcast, really which is ridiculous. I still got the sticker on my laptop. Yeah. Aww. All right. So I kind of want to taste uh, or I want to enjoy a tasty Naga sandwich. The Naga sandwich is a compliment sandwich. It is two good ingredients or this week, three good ingredients and then a not so good ingredient. Taste good my blade. <laughs> <laughs> I even knew you were going to do it. That was unexpected. <laughs> That's my uh, favorite part of the show. <laughs> I worked so hard to get that in the show for you this week, too, and just didn't happen. That was way better. No, that was perfect. I'll tell you, nothing makes a good sandwich like plus one attack. <laughs> Well, if you like a spicy sandwich, sure. Yeah, I think so. I could agree with that. Great. All right, you have to use sharp cheddar, so then, you know. Ooh, I see what you did there. I like that. See, that's now the excuse (laughs) for the wrong um, minion drop thing. At this point, it's the right minion. Um. So you want to ask me what the first good ingredient is. Now I got the first good for you. The first good is the uprising of league format series groups, none of which are leagues. We would never none do that to Blizzard. In quotations, yes. Yes. But the league format series groups, there are so many organizations just kind of popping up, uh, some that have been around for a bit, some that are a little bit more recent. Like I know Aspirant Series is, is relatively new on the scene, but they've had a pretty pretty lively couple seasons so far. Ton of THL. Fun. Yeah, THL's been around for a while. Um, the Coin Can See Listener Series, we've actually, we've really picked up in uh, in attendance. A lot of people are just signing up, and, and we talk about making the competitive scene more accessible to, to you, to the listener, and having a kind of a sandbox tournament where people can play and, and participate and engage with the host and with friends and all that is really nice to see. And, and uh, Pasca uh, on Twitter used to be Akuta Pasca was his Twitter, now it's just Pasca HS and the No Pros Here group. They are constantly posting links to tournaments like wild tournaments with you can't play any cards that cost more than three mana or like <laughs> random oh, wow. other. Yeah, like super cool weekly tournaments with deck building restrictions or, oh, or you it. play. Yeah, and they post them all in their Discord all day long. and You can just click and join pretty much any day in the week. It really stretches different muscles and it presents a different emotional commitment. And also, you don't have to play for like hours and hours to get a certain rank you play your one match and then you go about your business so it's really nice uh makes a big difference in how people connect i will say in full disclosure i run two of these league format series so i am mildly biased um but i've really been enjoying kind of the feel of that lately that's awesome yeah i I don't i'm in both thl and aspirant and they're both just an absolute blast i was a little bit apprehensive about thl to be honest you know the pressure of like being part of a team was a little bit difficult, but then it became so much fun. Just like ridiculously fun. And then Aspirin's just a good bunch of people that want to play the game at kind of like a decent level, actually. And uh, <laughs> run really, really well. Kind, yeah. of, kind of a decent level. Actually. Well, no, like, a very, level. like a very good level. Like it's like not like it's not like it's just, you know, scrubs. It's like legitimately good players playing like in, in a league and it's or a league type format series. Uh, I don't know. And if then I ever... think. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So two other uh, types like this. I know Dragon Rider. She does like a like a monthly tournament that's always a little bit off off the beaten path for yep, her Dragon you know, Cups. Yep, T- ton of fun. I wish I could make more of them, but like with like a kid, I just it's hard for me to make those. 
And then I know that Dill still has the Dill's Hearthstone League. Um, I I don't know how big it is anymore from where it was two or three years ago when I know we were all part of it. But uh, definitely one of like my favorite streamers. And I wish he streamed a little bit more. And just an amazing community as well. So that's if you're looking for something like that. So Yeah. And I don't know if we talk about it on the podcast ever, but when we first started hanging out and playing together, <clears throat> excuse me, we used to hang out all the time. And we would do these like... Uh, just that we would do matchups where we'd put two of us against each other and you'd have two minutes to build a deck and someone would shout out a restriction. So it'd be like uh, even mana minions and odd mana spells go. And you have less than two minutes to build a deck and then you have to go play each other and everyone would spectate. That was a blast. We used to do like yes. all wow. these super, that's where the idea for quest mostly came from, I think. Right guys. And yep, um, that, yeah, it was, we yep. would do it over and over and over again it would be like uh all right orange cards go and you'd have to find (laughs) like cards with art that's mostly orange in in less than two minutes build a deck and play each other yeah this uh, was like before the tempo storm limited thing came out with like we were we we had the (laughs) infrastructure to to utilize it before it was even a thing and then we kind of ran with it for a bit there as well like we said before that ran into issues with collections sometimes but the always yeah like just restrictive deck building go but it yeah, would I'm was pretty sure we were the only people that used a Tempo Storm tool, by the way. I think we were like the only great. group that did that. <laughs> That's advanced strategy. <laughs> but we were like, yeah. And the best part is we'd be in the middle of the game and someone would go, oh, this is so smart. You built this kind of deck with this restriction. So you're going to top out at this card and you're going to win the game. And then the person would be like, I didn't include that card. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or having like... I didn't think of that. Like, it was hilarious. Right? You draw a card so that fun. doesn't fit the restriction. You're like, well, I can't play it now. It's <laughs> it just sits in my card hand. Card orange enough. And if you if you didn't finish building your deck, I think we had like a rule like your opponent or someone in chat got to list the last cards that you put in. So it was like... Which was almost always Wisp yeah. or, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, that was great. Anyway, that yeah, was a lot of fun. Shall we move on to the not so good? Yes, the not so good. What is the not so good enthrallment? All right. So you know me. I'm a big fan of emotes. I like I like feeling angry or upset or happy or I like interacting with my opponent when they choose to. Uh, but I want to say that the not so good is playing on ladder and having people emote at all before, during, or after winning the game because they evolved on turn four with shaman. That is not okay. I don't get salty often from emotes. Uh, but when you do this to people, you need to act like you just took the last slice of pizza without asking. That's how you need to ask. Because honestly, wow. that is what you did. You need to be quiet, put your head down, eat your damn pizza in silence, and hope that no one notices you were just in the kitchen. <laughs> That's so spot on. It, wow. it hurts. Because yeah. you're just hit with that endless stream of like, hello, hello. Hello. You remember when sorry was a thing? <laughs> uh, uh, remember, do, you remember, do you remember how upset Enthrallmund was when sorry went away? Oh, I would always <laughs> apologize whenever I'd be AFK. Sorry was really important. I would be like, sorry, I, I didn't never mean got to used right. I think It's like they had a Canadian was... language translation. They removed it from the store. <laughs> <laughs> they just like so... erased an entire language. So I was in an EDH stream on the weekend, and one of the hosts always wears a toque. And I was like making a joke. I was like, yeah, you should show up and pretend to be this host and just throw on a toque. And everyone was like, what the heck is a toque? (laughs) I was like, what is it? Like a knit cap? And then they were like, it's a beanie. And I'm like, that's a baby's hat. Why are we calling it a beanie? 
<laughs> I think it's oh, called man. a beanie, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's so like okay. So we're gonna give a canda metaphor. It's like if your friend rolled up your rim. <laughs> that's bad. It's, that's a Canadian. That's a Canadian reference right there. Roll up the yeah, rim for is. those that don't know. Is at Tim room. Hortons, which is a wonderful magical place. Uh, yeah. at, at, there's like a time of the year where you peel up the rim of your coffee cup, you roll it up, and there's like a coupon under there, like the McDonald's Monopoly piece, except way better. You win a free <laughs> coffee, or you try to win a car. Yeah. Yeah. But my favorite Tim Hortons callback is uh, it would be like, that's like eating your friend's bowl. Um, they used to have this ad that was great in the early 2000s where they they had like a chili in a bread bowl. <laughs> and then like the ad series was like people eating. They'd be like, how was your chili? And they'd be like, it's great. And then I ate the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave it. I'm sorry. Let's not talk about two points. <laughs> yeah, I think we've covered what we need to cover here. Oh, I will man. say also, removing Magni Sari from the game is like criminal. Magni Sari and Jaraxxus Sari were both works of art. Oh, Jaraxxus Sari was so good. Yeah. Um, works oh, of man. art. Back PTSD back, now. Back to the oh. not so good. Really, the thing for me is like like. There are ways that you need to act contextually in public and and playing shaman. There are just certain cultural kind of accepted ways that you need to behave when you're playing that deck. <laughs> and you get rag on turn four. That's just, that's just my feeling. Yeah, I think anyway. shaman needs like an oh my uh, <laughs> for when that happens. <laughs> Maybe just whatever hero portrait they have, it just turns into Morgul as soon as they do that, and they can only just like Murgle at you. Yes, I have no problem with or, that because, or they immediately get the sorry emote back. <laughs> yeah, and then all six of their emote options just all change the sorry. I like that. I could appreciate that actually. That'd be pretty great. <clears throat> That'd be great. All right. Anyway, uh, Shaman. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I drew the best good this week, so I'm using. I'm gonna have two best goods. So the first best good is Enthrallman finally getting on board with Team Auto Squelch. Um, welcome to the club. It's why we named the podcast Squelch because I just squelch every single person as soon as I cue into them. Um, and the second is the entire Masters Tour Bucharest Trophy Ceremony. If you oh, haven't yeah. watched this yet, you you have to go find it. I'll link it. I'll put it on Twitter. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. You have to go and find it. It is. It's art. It, I mean, it's it's really truly just art. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of set the scene for you here, of this beautiful moment in Hearthstone <laughs> history. <laughs> so it began with a very Alex Charsky. He's the project manor, manager of the Masters Tour. I might not be pronouncing his last name correctly. I don't have any idea, but he's awkwardly reading from a script to congratulate Eddie on winning Masters Tour Bucharest. Once Mr. Charsky finishes his little speech, he hands off the trophy. To I think THL alum Eddie is that right Hat? Do you remember? Yes, he used to be Sehun six two eight, and he played three seasons of THL. Yes, there you go. Call back to our guest THL alum Eddie, and, uh, <laughs> so- and also also person who might get my and then I ate the bowl reference. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's probably Canadian. too young. That's the sad thing. <laughs> so uh. so. So Mr. Charsky tries to get off off stage as quickly as he possibly can because he just, you could tell he was just super awkward. He did not want to be there. He was uncomfortable doing it. Tries to get off stage. And then Falcone, who was doing uh, like a a winner's interview with, with Eddie, 
try to get out of his way. And then, so they did this little, that little dance when you're in a hallway where every per- each of you like move to left, to the right, to left, to the right. But they're doing this like on camera. <laughs> it's just, it's just wonderful to kind of watch. And then they, they finally both get off, off stage and Eddie goes to lift the trophy and like unbeknownst to him and everybody else who was watching this, like a, it's a two piece trophy. So he lifts it above his head and then the, the lit up part just falls right off. And he's just like, Oh, he just looks down and you hear this thump and they quickly pan over to, uh, Go switch cameras to uh, Saddle and Raven, and who are just laughing at this point. They're just laughing at this, and then right when they cut over, someone just runs right in front of the camera, and and it was just perfect. And then Eddie, they go back to Eddie. They pick it up. He picks up the, the part that fell off, and it's no longer lit up. So I only assume it broke. <laughs> and, and I think the only way it could have been more perfect is if Derek Brown had been on camera because that would have been just glorious to see his reaction because he's kind of ridiculous to a close up of his face like did, the you eyebrow. The, did you see the whole thing because actually at a point the casters are like and i'm being distracted by derek's off-camera commentary yeah. like they yeah. were laughing about whatever the heck he was saying i know yeah. it's why i want to know what he was doing yeah. so bad oh he's funny uh, i like to imagine I like to imagine there's an amazing trophy presentation somewhere in the World of Warcraft game from, or in the World of Warcraft game from the last couple of years that they're referencing, but now they're just like goofing it up Hearthstone style. <laughs> well, did you see the uh, the uh, Magic the Gathering Arena trophy ceremony this weekend with um, with Kibler? It was just this perfect little ceremony with a bunch of like fanfare and this gorgeous looking trophy that was all one piece. And then I did, you know, perfectly quaffed Kibler, like taking a selfie with the winner. And I was like, yep, that is the, that is where Hearthstone's at right now. All I could think all weekend watching that was like, I miss you, Brian Kibler. <laughs> I miss when Kibler was the one holding the trophy. I watched that stuff. Uh, he oh, said he was going to go and- play some tournaments this weekend, this next week, didn't he? But he's, he's got so many games game. that he's playing. Like he does. He, he he said he'd be playing a lot of tournaments. He didn't say if they were TFT tournaments or Magic tournaments or Rune Terra tournaments or whatever. He plays so many games. Yeah, and and plays them all really well. Yeah, which, and, I mean he's a professional. Bad game. decks really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean I know I wish... we have that running joke like it's a Kibler deck, so it's probably <clears throat> it's a sixty percent win rate for him, but it's fifteen for anybody else. <laughs> a normal human trying to run this deck. And I just wish he looked normal. If he looked like a normal human being, I could accept him. But the fact that he doesn't, like, he's this, like, you know, perfectly square-jawed man. I'm just like, it's just unfair. It's just Dan, you've seen unfair. his playmat, right? I love his play. I would, I okay. want his playmat. Oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Kibler in repose. There was actually a yeah, great post repose. on uh, one of the magic subreddits of uh, a, a matchup, a random matchup at some FNM where one guy's got the Kibler playmat and the other guy has the... Um, Tolerian College professor doing the same pose. <laughs> it's a meeting of the gods. Oh, if anyone has a Kibler playmat they want to give away, I will give you my address because I would, <laughs> I would love one of those. <laughs> that seems like a fair I trade. I will give you my address in return. <laughs> well, so they can mail it to me. You well, understand. That's, no, it's, logistically, it makes sense. But like, why would they do that? <laughs> because they, they love the podcast so much. Wink. Get a get a square jaw, Dan. <laughs> then ask those questions. Just imagine someone like they're near tears. They're patting their Kibler playmat. This is going to a better place. Mail to Dano. It's going to a farm upstate. <laughs> well, the last time I asked for the unattainable, I got it for Christmas. So 
My uh, I asked for a sign of, <laughs> of I asked for a sign poster of Tammy from Mighty Ducks, and my coworker got it for me because his wife works with her. So oh, wow. yeah, it's hanging in my office. It's my favorite thing. So that's awesome. Yeah, uh, love the Mighty Ducks, Minnesota. You know how it is. All right. Each week we roll a d20 to pick a rank between 1 and 20, and then we talk about the meta at that specific rank. Today I magically rolled a 1, a 6, an 11, and a 16. So I figure we should talk about Shaman Stone and the rank floor. One day I'll be a real knight. Sounds like a bad blackjack hand. (laughs) (laughs) So we have both HS Replay and then the Vicious Syndicate... um, uh, what's it called? The live meta report, right? Yeah. Well, I get it from the gold data, the gold stuff. All right, know. cool. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, and I have yeah. the HS replay. I write for them. It's not fancy. I, they just <laughs> give it to me for free because I need to do it for the articles. <laughs> Very cool. Um, <laughs> that sounds fancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, it is very much fancy. So I, I just want to talk about, like, what just what Shaman was doing to the meta right now, and especially those who were, like, desperate for the wins, right? So if you get to that 15, 10, 5 legend, you get to stop caring, right? Because you've hit your goal for that month, if that's what your goal is. So that's when you're tryharding the most. So kind of looking at HS replay, 16, 20% of the meta is Shaman. 11, 25% of the Shaman is meta. 26% Shaman is meta. At rank 6, 28% of the Shaman is meta, uh, meta is Shaman. And then at rank 1, it is, it's almost 40% of the meta is currently um, either Quest Shaman or Evolve Shaman, wow. which is just insane. And then this the second most played deck at rank one is Resurrect Priest at 3.96% of the meta, according to HS Replay. So those trying to target the Shamans, right? So it's like, it's just kind of bonkers. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. The second most played deck is Highlander uh Paladin at like 5.6% looks like. Yeah, it's it's yep. insane. And there is a point where it's like, okay, uh, enough is enough. Regardless of what Team 5's information says about how viable the deck is, they need to do something. It's not fun right now. And they, they took a really fun meta and added all these new cards, and uh, it's not as fun. There's it was. I mean, it sounded like a meta. great idea up front, and then I mean, Matt Matt at Arms even just said in Slack, he's like, "I hate this meta. I'm taking a break." Yeah. Yeah. Do you want? So walk I just posted. Th- I yeah. just posted a pie chart just so you can visually see how gross this is. Um, <laughs> <Thanks>. Nice. <laughs> so from rank this legend, is the part of the pizza that Dan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And and so like Enthralman's over there with Warlock, the one point four eight percent. It's the slice that the the legend that explains what each slice means. The warlock slice is too small to fit the word warlock. It's it's so it sad. It's on the outside, just like it, the meta. Yeah. And so like Shaman is thirty four point five percent of every single deck from Legend to Four. That doesn't mean every game means every deck, which means that if you're not playing it, there's a two-thirds chance your opponent is playing it. Yeah. yeah. So if and you added the, the next three classes together, Rogue, Priest, and Paladin, they would add up to Shaman, and those are the two second, third, and fourth most popular classes. Yeah, so it just gets to the point like where it doesn't matter if the win rate is high or not. Like, 
if it is affecting the meta to this extent, you just need to make a change. Like, I think about priests and what they did with combo priest, right? They were like, they saw something that worried them and they made a change like crazy proactively, right? They were like, oh my gosh, combo priest is going to be a problem. We need to fix this. And they did. And I, we gave them like, you know, props for doing it. And then like, I feel like shaman stone right now, it's like, they're just okay with it for some reason, which I don't quite, like maybe it was the, maybe it was Bucharest, right? But like, even if that's the case, like say, hey, this is on our radar. We know that it is affecting the meta in a negative way and we're going to do something. Like think, just th- being upfront would help, I, th- I think. I think the thing is, and you can tell me if I'm wrong because I've been out for most of a year until a couple months ago, but I think generally after we get a new expansion now, we're expecting nerfs within three weeks to a month after the expansion if they're going to happen, right? Or a shakeup of some kind. I mean, yeah. there were. Uh, it's usually it's two just months. the past two months that they've been the t- past two meta or two expansions, right? Really? But have we? Well, ever they've nerfed had... cards last year. So pretty much every time they do an expansion now, because um, they did it with Witchwood, they did it with Boomsday, and they did it twice with Rumble because Rumble was so ineffective. They had to nerf something in the first week so people would buy packs. Um, <laughs> they're just oh, like, this. well, because. <laughs> Rasakan's Rumble made so little of an impact on Gen and Baku, they had to be like, we're taking all the Druid basic cards out back and shooting them. Like, Wild Growth <laughs> went from 2 to 3, oh, Nourish went from 5 to 6, and then the, uh, what was the, they nerfed a third card that was relevant, I forget what it was. Um, but it was like, they just, they just destroyed Druid because Rasakan's Rumble was so ineffective and the mana stayed exactly the same. Um... So, like, they and for Witchwood, they had to nerf, like, all the recruit cards. Uh, Call to Arms still cost four mana for some reason. Um, there was all the Q-block stuff. Uh, and then in the in the Boomsday meta, they had to nerf a bunch of stuff, too. I think that might have been... That was one... Oh, Giggling Inventor! Yeah, that card, that was totally fine. And then they nerfed that, and then Mana Worm. So, yeah. they've had a new cadence where every two months into an expansion, they change something. Now, this year so far... They haven't had to nerf a ton of stuff. They had to nerf Evil Miscreant, and they had to nerf Raiding Party, and Prep, and Elysiana, and Boom. They had to nerf a few things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They put them out back with the Druids. We're not supposed to talk about them anymore. But so, they've done nerfs halfway through, and then also in Rise of Shadows, they did the Rise of the Mechs event, where uh, where they buffed... 18 cards and then also yeah. threw in snip snap and then this time they did the wild card things um now both times they overshot a couple things we call those things luna's pocket galaxy um <laughs> but then they they've tried to change something about two months in on the dot another nerf now would would be unusual but also probably part of the strategy they're trying to to start where they want us to feel less connected to our cards as a physical object because if they can change them more often without people freaking out then they'll have a lot more flexibility as a design team and so i would expect a nerf in the next two weeks because otherwise people are just going to stop playing and especially yeah. after blizzcon if they announce a new set they'd be like but hold on to that uh mogu flesh shaper and desert hair evolve for another month people are just like no i'm not going to do that yeah. No, I think that's an important distinction too, especially with something that that Runeterra, Runeterra is saying as a like a marquee element of the game is that there will be monthly balance patches. Um, seeing them bring back cards from Wild and Hall of Fame was super cool because they're utilizing that digital platform that's been riled up about for for ages, and I think it would be great of them to be like, 
okay, cool. We gave you a few minutes in the sun with this card again. And like, it didn't quite work out the way we planned, or maybe we knew it was going to go off the rails a little bit, but like, that's enough for now. And we don't want to ruin everyone's good time. Also, everyone getting them free means there is no real downside to taking them away again. So I think if they are a little more flexible with these cards being out right now, that that would be perfectly acceptable. This is a good sandwich. I gave that to you for free. Give it back. <laughs> now, like, Wait, no one's but, saying it's a good sandwich. That's the only problem with that. <laughs> but I, I love what they're doing with like the adding things to, sh- to shift the meta. Like we were, we had an amazing meta, which, which is unfortunate because we don't often have that. And unfortunately the meta shifted to something that's much less fun than, than what we've seen in the past. But than what we had originally, but I want them to continue to do it. I love them changing the meta every couple months. I, I love the nerfs. I love the buffs. I, I love what they've been doing. I just like, you know, when you see something that's kind of going off the rails, you know, just communicate with us. Like just, if you communicate with us and say, yes, we are aware this is, that this is happening. We're going to take a look at it. We're going to see how it plays out. And then if we did, we might determine something needs to be done or not, depending on how things shakes out the next couple of weeks. Cool. Right. Well, like, I mean, at least for me, at it. <laughs> like, um, at least- I don't blame Blizzard for laying low right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's been, really fair. It's been rough lately. Sure. Sure. And also BlizzCon is coming. Yes. I, I don't blame them for being like, we're going to chill for a minute. Um, and BlizzCon World Champs are in, what, they're a week and a half. They're not this Friday as of the time of recording, but the next Friday. They're not going to nerf anything before that. Yeah. They could announce it sooner, cool. and announcing sooner is fine. But uh, So BlizzCon World Champs is in, is in what, 10 days. Um, the earliest we'll have a nerf patch is probably we're recording on... Monday the 21st, two weeks from tomorrow the 22nd, which is the first week of November, we could easily have, and they could just boot Evolve and tack a couple mana on Mogu and be fine. Like, that would be enough. Well, I mean, that was kind of my thing, right? Like, you know, Evolve is the prime offender right now. Like, Mogu Flesh Shaper is is broken. Yeah, it's very, very good. But Evolve really was the catalyst of kind of putting Shaman into tier, tier one by itself, right? Or at least affecting the meta that way. Yeah, Doppelgangster on its nose was not a problem and neither is hair. Oh no, 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 no. It's using evolve with it. I'm not saying hair needs to be right. Nerfed. No, but no. there's been, there's been calls to, you know, change these cards since like, uh, these no, cards are no not doing to. anything no. good on their own. Really? It's the redundancy no. though. It's the backup because you can, you mutating a hair or witchy lacking hair is not good, but you can do it. And sometimes it gets you a Houndmaster Shaw or whatever. And you run away with the game and yep. you have too many ways to boost Mogu. Mogu, I think is the play pattern that is the most unpleasant but then also the hair evolve is gross, and sometimes you hair Mogu and evolve, and that's really gross. Just they printed Corridor Creeper once, it didn't work out, and then they made another one with Rush, and they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't have done that. That was bad. I laughed the first time you said that on Coin Concede, and I'm laughing again. Me too. That's yeah. because like we know this doesn't work. We know don't print a free seven drop, and they're like, well, but it's a shaman card. What could they do with it? <laughs> Let's no allow the players. Let's, Let's allow the players yeah. to cheat mana like crazy. Nothing wrong can happen. Which is and, historically like the I biggest problem Magic runs into is mana cheating. It's always been the biggest issue with then, with balance. And, and also we heard some We heard some whimpering from around out back from some old dead druid cards. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know this doesn't work. We know that anytime you just like get to skip five turns, that's not good for the game. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I guess back to my original point though was like if they had said say that like, you know last week they said okay we're gonna put a balance patch in for either mogu or for hair or for whatever they want evolve kick evolve back out and they did it tomorrow right that gives that gives a week and a half they've not been shy about doing those kind of big they dropped expansions before with like two weeks out for a big tournament so they've done it before i feel like they could have done it again if they'd wanted to but they, they just kind of accepted this was okay i think so um which is fine if they if they decide that i'm not upset with it i found some decks i enjoy playing like i said earlier but i feel they could have made changes if they'd actually felt it was an issue because they moved that fast with priest right so but anyway yeah i uh, mean if they hit the yeah, first week of november that's exactly one month after the wild cards were introduced and if yeah. they say okay it's a two-month event one month in we're going to be like this card didn't work boot it fine if they happen to send nazoth with evolve i won't be super upset we'll see what happens because I don't think Nazoth is overpowered, but I don't like playing against that many our homes, our tombs. No, that's all. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, if they I want to set that kind of precedent, that. that'd be awesome. Like, I, I would love that. If like they don't have to set their setting, they're doing it right. If they just like from now on, their schedule is they they kind of set this schedule for themselves and they hit it fairly regularly, so we can expect it. I'm cool with that. They don't even have to tell me that's what the schedule is going to be. Um, I I'd love it for that. You know, just kind of okay, yeah, this stinks right now, but it's going to get better. So that's the hard part sometimes with like the the no without them kind of coming out and saying anything is like, is this going to get better? Is this worth grinding it out? You know, am I going to continue to have fun with this? Because uh, sometimes you feel kind of helpless. Is all of Team Five just playing Shaman on ladder and having a great time? <laughs> that's my assumption because they they didn't change uh, Totem Shaman. So, <laughs> all right. So each week we surf Reddit, accept friend requests, and read the comment section of YouTube to ask Hearthstone fans, why are you so salty? Let's get salty! This is a f- special salty I found uh, today over my lunch hour. Um, it's mostly like a, a blizzard kind of being accidentally salty in a way. So, And then uh, just like, an awesome comment in the thread from Reddit. So from the thread... Uh, from the thread, contacted Blizzard support because basic cards weren't appearing in my collection. Apparently, Blizzard support isn't aware that these cards literally can't be disenchanted. Does anyone want to read that? Or I can read it if you like. I'll take that. All right. I'm very sorry for this delay in coming back <laughs> to you as we dig our way through an unprecedented amount of classic hype tickets. <laughs> I've checked your account and I couldn't find the cards Novice Engineer and Shadow Word Pain in your collection. <laughs> we have reference only back to the 20th of August 2019 in your history but there was no activity involved with them back to then. Therefore, if you had them, it means they were disenchanted before that date and currently unavailable. If you didn't have them instead, it will just mean you need to unlock them through gameplay. If you have disenchanted them in the past, the only possibility will be crafting them again. Otherwise, continue in your gameplay and they will drop smiley emote. <laughs> wow. Okay, so in case you didn't miss that, this was the Blizzard ticket guy going, yeah, yeah, just it's cool, man. Just craft another novice engineering shadow word pain, or you'll open them in a pack. It's like, nope, it's not how that works, bro. <laughs> well, I think he meant, like, continuing your gameplay. Like, you need to get to level 10 with your warlock. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like to find the support button, you you probably have to have unlocked these cards already. <laughs> I don't know where the support button is. I'm super impressed. This I have no option. idea. Yeah. It only unlocks when you hit legend. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like it's like oh, a golden right phone. There. It unlocks when you play like 500 minions that draw you cards. <laughs> I, I think my favorite part, though, is I'm sorry it took this long to get to you. I, I was busy taking care of a game people care about. It's yeah, like, <laughs> right. That's, a game I, I had to dig up the support archives for a game that's 14 years old that we're putting back out exactly how it was. <laughs> Which the irony there is they ha- probably have like knowledge articles about classic issues and not for these cards you just have. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so apparently the way that this works is the like the GMs, like the game masters, like there's just everyone is for all games, and just most of them because like 99 percent of tickets are for World of Warcraft, and then so people just dabble in the other things as they kind of pop up. So, so I guess I can forgive it a little bit, but it made me kind of laugh. So, <laughs> there's nothing worse than like contacting help with any company and for them to tell you what the problem is, how it needs to be solved and then be like, have a good day and walk away. And you're like, that doesn't solve my problem at all. This, like, this that's is like, just my least favorite interaction with a company. Right. This is the yeah. inverse of that customer telling you I've shopped here for 15 years. And you're like, you've only been open for three years. I'm sorry. I mean, well, Blizzard's like, you've shopped here for 15 years. Have fun. Yeah. Um, but no, 15 years ago, you were playing the game that we're just going to give you again, and that's what we were paying attention to instead of the game you're playing now. Yeah, still the not they fixed, forgot, but we're working on it. They forgot how to do all the stuff they did, so this isn't really a game. They're just releasing WoW Classic to retrain the, the Game Masters. Excuse me, we noticed you weren't playing Classic WoW. <laughs> did you mean to be playing Classic WoW? <laughs> we're selectively removing cards from players' accounts, so they go play a game that makes us more money. Thanks for submitting your ticket. The funny thing about this, though, is I had there was somebody in the Minnesota Hearthstone Discord that was like, "Hey, I'm I'm missing a couple of basic mage cards. Anybody else missing them?" And I was like, and nobody else was like missing them, so I was like, "Oh, weird." And then I guess they were magically back a couple of days later. <laughs> so this was an actual problem that they were having with some some they're basic cards. They're, they're just replacing it. novice engineer with golden copies of uh, Swashburglar that you can't dust. <laughs> is that called winning? And can't play in for, standard. From the arena. You can't play in standard. Oh, yeah, because arena rewards, you can actually get the cards, like the yeah. wild cards, as arena rewards? You can you can get the wild cards, golden and uncraftable, but then not playable in wild because they're different entities or something. Wait, can so you play the, them in standard? I believe so. You can't disenchant them? No. Because no, they're, they're gifted to your account, and they're going to go away in six weeks or sooner if they're evolved. <laughs> so do you have, like, two golden, like, so you have two Nazoths then? <laughs> So you have you have your your original wild Nizoth, you have your standard regular Nizoth, and then you have this I don't know what golden arena win well you don't do you oh, get it's the ultimate whale flex. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, golden unplayable cards that nobody but me knows that I have. I mean I'm yeah. all for it, but I don't know about the average whale. Everybody will know if you post it all over Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> They got to turn that into the card back so that the back of your card is the golden card, like as a golden Azoth. I, All of your cards are just golden Azoths. I don't back. hate that idea, though. <laughs> <laughs> just like they need bling card backs. Yeah, oh, golden head crack. Kind of cool. Every rogue deck. Uh, 
So there was one comment in this that I wanted to highlight because it just made me laugh out loud at work. So my favorite comment in the thread was, so (laughs) in quote, quotes, it's not our problem. It's your problem. Keep spending money to play our games and remember to support the tutorial. Territorial sovereignty of China. Dan, it's pronounced Torboner. <laughs> it was making me laugh again while I was reading it. I, oh, I laughed at it like five times today when I was I was like, I read it again and again, and I put it in the show notes, and each time I've read it, it's made me laugh. <laughs> it's just it's so good. good. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, something. So I th- I think yeah. we need to start this section with something like well, there's four of us. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> let's face yeah. it. That's what's keeping happening. It, keeping it in. It's perfect. It, so is this like, we, we, I asked before the show if this was a shared time or not. I don't remember getting a really clear answer on to how that was going to work. Yes. So there is, there is no answer unless Magooch wants there to be an answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to get in riled up case, about how long we take and then it's not going to yeah. matter anyway. So do, well, do what you're going to do. Buzzkill. I will so talk super fast just for you, Magooch. I will talk super fast. The way this is going to work is so each one of us is going to ask a question and then we will have near the same amount of time as the rope, Magooch, um, for all three of us, to the other three to kind of go and answer the questions as it were. So it's like welcome to go long, but not too long because Magooch will get mad at you. It's <sighs> <laughs> only because I'm running the timer and you're going to make me be the one that's like, come on, hurry up. Okay, take the timer and take it from regular turn and set it to yog turn, and you'll be fine. There we go. Or uh, we can old take school shutter walk turn. turn. No, shutter walk turn is too long. Not shutter OG walk. shutter walk turn. Snip snap turn. Seven. Minutes. I'll give you snip. Well, no, yeah. Well, are you using oh. the program? Are we wild snip snap turn or standard snip snap turn? <laughs> all right. Anyway. <clears throat> okay. So my question first. So all four of us played the alpha, and it was an alpha, right? Is that correct? Um, Preview. B- preview of legends of Runeterra. thank you so i was i was personally stunned at how good it looked for being that early in development and how like how the cards interacted with each other and kind of the flavor of the game and the how the game i thought kind of the the turn taking was a good time i didn't play a ton of it because i started like hearthstone again but um i really enjoyed it so what i heard in some discords were that Runeterra is a hearthstone killer so is Runeterra a hearthstone killer Who's going first? All right, so I'll, I'll start off. Um, I I think it's um, all right. I'm totally stealing this from Hat because I listened to your last cast, but it's serious competition, and that's like <laughs> not a blank. It from our guest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Um, he's he's role playing rogue. It's fine. I like that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think it's. I mean, Ed how many crack. times have have other games come up and said they're a killer? I mean, competition is just good. It's good to have something else that'll make you get uh, more, I don't know, go off the rails with your design more. Maybe try some stuff you didn't quite have planned. Uh, competition is, is good to push the game to new places. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think right now, honestly, like, um, I think, I hate saying this, but I feel like Hearthstone has been kind of Hearthstone's biggest problem lately. Obviously with the, with the Blitzchunk situation, um, some of those really well-respected names leaving, 
you know, Brian Kibler is the Admirables. Um, but also changing like what seemed like really fun meta to imbalanced meta to like the evolved shenanigans that's going on. Um, Lutera seems really fun. It seems really good. But I think also like right now, Hearthstone's made it easy for people to be ready for something new. Um, and I think they need to think about what they're doing and keep on top of it. That's what I would say. All right. Well, we're going to pretend this is the rope, so I'm going to talk fast. So Runeterra <laughs> is not really an issue in terms of a competitor to Hearthstone's core, core audience because Hearthstone's core audience is mostly rank 14 and lower. 75% of their players are rank 14 and lower. The casual audience is not going anywhere. Still really accessible, still really polished, known IP, and more accessible. League of Legends is much more about convincing everybody they can be a grinder, and it's really focused on tournament players, grinders, esports, engaged individuals where this will have the biggest problem where legends of runeterra will have the biggest impact is a small but highly visible minority of tournament grinders people that are ranked five to legend people that are playing in qualifiers right now current master tour competitors those are going to be absconded with in flocks to legends of runeterra because riot does one thing well and that is compete in esports they will get those players they will get currently in franchise league of legends and riot points investors the, the players that already have the League of Legends launcher on their system, those are the players they're going after. They're not going after established CCG players, which is why the mechanics are subtly different, but different enough, and why this game is being designed for mobile from the ground up. So I think it will look like it has a bigger impact than it does, but looks are big and important to Hearthstone right now because the optics as in Thralamund are poor, and Hearthstone needs to come out with another game mode this BlizzCon or something that's more than just cards, or else they are going to start losing people in a visible way. Okay. I just want to stop and say that that was the best answer. It was also <laughs> the fastest answer, and I vote for Hat Hat to do the rest of the rope. You gotta go well fast. Done. You gotta go fast. Listen, turn two, Firefly, Cold Blood, getcha. You gotta Listen, go. Fast. Clearly, you've thought about this ahead of time. We usually kind of wing it, or at least I wing it when it comes to the rope. And oh, that's yeah. why I'm like, uh, 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 that word that I can't think of, and instead of using something else, I'm gonna talk for thirty seconds and not say anything. Well, but like, it's been so easy to marinate on Legend of Runeterra. I was talking to someone on Twitter, and they were like, uh, I forget who it was, but they were saying I only want to play Hearthstone, and it's like. I think so it's many ben. people. Are. Oh yeah, Ben Hearthstone, great guy, big fan. But ben Hearthstone. yes, no, that's that's yeah. his Twitter name. Yeah, yeah. Hearthstone. yeah. It's Ben yeah. Hearthstone. He's awesome. But it's yeah. but it's it, it's so easy to be afraid of trying other card games because you might like them. I have played a lot of Eternal. I played Artifact and the Alpha. I didn't care for it. Uh, I played a <laughs> bunch of Gwent, um, the original Gwent, which I really enjoyed. It's okay to like other games. They will make you take time away from Hearthstone. You don't have to stop being friends with all your Hearthstone friends. You can still be part of the community. You can play multiple games. You can take a minute from Hearthstone, and then when you come back, you'll like it so much more. But people are afraid of walking away because they might not come back, and I agree with Enthralum, and Hearthstone has made it easy to not feel the pressure to come back. And why I like the Wild Event a lot is because it has encouraged people to come back because they say, oh, Sylvanas, Rag, I know these cards. I used to play when these cards were a thing. Let me just log in and see what these cards still feel like. I hope Mogul Fleshaber doesn't push them back off the client, and I hope that Hearthstone has more coming up at BlizzCon than just a new expansion so that we can be excited to log into the game again and do something new. So I, I would have yeah. to say in response, I think this is adjacent to, if not part of, uh, sunk cost fallacy where stepping away is the impetus to look at whether you have spent too much time or money or whatever on this, and the, the thought of being lured away into something else is the scary part because... One, you could do it again, or two, you do you lose the everything that you've put into the other game. So I, I do yeah, agree with that. I don't want to get too heavy, but like I think it's also a cultural thing where we build a lot of our in, in 
a lot of North American or Western culture, like we specifically here, we, we put a lot of our personal identity too in the products we purchase and, and the things we spend our time doing less. So the people we're doing it with, or like why we're doing it. Um, so maybe I would put that that's a big thing too. Like I identify as a Hearthstone player, you know, rather than a, a game player that I like to play games with my friends. I mean, the only counter to that part would be that the people, because this community definitely developed from Hearthstone specifically, at least with you guys. Yeah. 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 Maybe I'm getting yeah. too heavy. Um, I This is the fastest we've ever done this, and we haven't hit the end of the rope yet. This is amazing. Oh, we hit the end of the rope <laughs> a long time ago. Right, yes. Chunk. Okay. Boom. Yeah. All right. That so was, you that definitely happened. turned that up to like maybe post nerf Shutterwalk. Maybe that's where we're at. <laughs> so usually around this time of year, we're starting to get buzz or hype for the next set. It's the fall set coming out. Um, aside from new expansions, is there anything on your wish lists in terms of BlizzCon announcements for Hearthstone this year? I'm new game start. modes. New game oh. modes. No, you're not. I'm going to start. New game modes. New game modes. New game modes. Diablo <laughs> on my phone. New game modes. New game modes. Diablo on my phone. Yes, me Aren't too. Are you already getting that? <laughs> yes. That was well, I mean, I they asked me last year if I have a phone, and I do. <laughs> it took them a year to collect that data. I, they don't even know you can you can't disenchant novice engineer. They don't know anything. <laughs> Is that a class in Diablo? It, it, it might be. They had to add the engineer class. They took it right out of Hearthstone. They put it right into Diablo. That's why it's oh, missing. That's why it's gone. That makes okay. so much sense. Obviously. Uh, here's my answer. Steal Ben Brode back or build Mecha Ben Brode. <laughs> that's what I Ooh. want. <laughs> Honestly, oh. though, like a, a real answer is anything that isn't cosmetic or kind of unnecessary. Give us something to dig into um, that isn't kind of unnecessary. I love solo content. It's kind of unnecessary. Like, give us something. Give us something. I, I don't even care what. Just something. Yeah, I want more new game modes. I also want new, like, little, like, you know, thank yous for playing my game. You know, like, the thousand wins is awesome. It should not have taken this long for people to be congratulated for getting thousand wins with the classes. I like, mean, think about get... how long it took between you have five hundred wins and how many more wins do you actually have? And that was a yeah. nothing. That it, only you see that. I I think we need uh, like sixteen thousand win hero portraits for like APX void on mage. Like I think that would be great. <laughs> you know, just like a, I told you, just start I, getting I diamonds I... around the frame. <laughs> I think the thousand win made should be APX void dressed up like Jaina. <laughs> wow. Wait, hold on. Two thousand wins, you get the sorry emote added back. Yes. <laughs> oh, I have two thousand on road. Can I have that please? Yeah, if you're sorry. Sweet. No sorry. We're we're I'm busy. sorry about not having the emote. Yeah, it, perfect. Uh, you passed. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, we're busy with classic hype tickets. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like PlayStation 4 and Xbox, they've, like, they have perfected this like little, like, keep playing our game and do all these useless things, right? Like, how? why are there not more? Yeah, why are just... achievements only with a plugin that I can't figure out how to use and not native <laughs> to the game? It Wait, there's an achievement Well, they plugin? have the pop-ups. Yeah, there's, there's that other deck tracker, but they do also have, like, you know the random pop-ups you get when you get, like, one of every card in the classic set? And yeah. it used to be if you got every Murloc, then you got uh, Old Murkai, or you got all the Pirates, yeah. and you got oh, all... That felt so good. Yeah, and I they were hidden, that. and then you just randomly got gold, and it was like, this is awesome. Yeah. 
Congratulations, you won 10 straight games on ladder with Evolve Shaman. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get a disapproving stare. You get a disapproving Your hero is just that emote on white. That would be awesome. It's just text for the picture. Uh, it's no, Thrall I... leaving the kitchen with the last slice of beans. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, that's what I'm really looking for. Like, I understand that they're they lost a lot of people, but just like give us things that make it make us want to come and play the game more. You know, if it's new game modes, like I think like what Hat said earlier, like the the tournament mode, it was a big deal for people because they wanted that, right? Like, and just like it's proof that people are going to go out of their way to try and find it through different like league type series. So why? Find a way to make that part of the game. People want that. People don't always just want to play ladder. And I'm sorry, but, you know, casual is just ladder where you don't ladder. So that's not, that doesn't count as a game mode as far as I'm concerned. Give me a best of three option in the client where you click ranked and casual. Give me a third button that says pro and have it be MMR based only. And just have it, you click that and then you pick a conquest lineup and then you queue. And you just do best of three ladder. Let me just do that. And you can ban using the borrow deck screen technology, which is already in the client. And then you just do that. Just give me that. And I'll play that until I fall over. I think Mecha Ben Brode would have instituted that a long time ago. (laughs) It's possible. You say Mecha Brode? Mecha Brode. He would. Oh, my God. He would have had a Boomsday rap. He would have. Yes, he would have. right? It would have been auto-tuned, though. You just made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. All right, my turn. Yep. All right. Uh, Top tier neutral defensive tools. The longer I play Hearthstone, the more I think these tools truly shape what is viable in the meta. Yeah. Sludge Belcher, Tar Creeper, Giggling Inventor, Ziliax, Cartoot Defender. Do you think Team 5 should change their approach and make these minions more class specific? Yes. Next question. Hard no, because okay, aggro Hearthstone is an aggressive game. Always has been an aggressive game. Has been for years. People talk about control metas. There's never really been a control meta until like last meta or Whispers of the Old Gods had one for a second. But they needed to print a card like Reno to make control good for the first time in years, where you had to actually give someone back their entire life total. Because a card like Tar Creeper, without that, your flame imps just run over everything, and all your early game stuff. Uh, the beginning of Savior's of Old Doom was super aggressive. The beginning of uh, of Rise of Shadows, Rogue was busted beyond belief and you just like you put life drinker in your deck because the three damage was so important because you just want to deal damage over and over and over again we need more defensive minions that are not universally good i think tar creeper was a little over the line giggling inventor was like a crazy design mistake um sludge belcher <laughs> was about right in the in the pilot shredder meta cartoon defender yeah. okay card if it wasn't getting Nazoth back ziliac yeah. should have been nerfed for a lot of reasons because mech is totally broken it's not the defensive aspect because magnetic is Silly, and the worst feeling with uh, with Ziliax is when your opponent goes like turn four Omega Defender, and you can't do anything about it or Devastator, and they just smack Ziliax on it, dome you for seven. You're like, well, I lose this game. That's the feeling that's really bad about it. Um, but you need to make good neutral defensive minions because a lot of classes don't have uh, good defensive tools, and the class identity is pretty restrictive as to what can be defensive. If you ever want to see a slow hunter deck or slow rogue deck, you need the tar creepers of the world. So I don't mind printing these as long as they're in a reasonable power level. Giggling Inventor, unreasonable. Not okay. Don't do that. Ziliax should probably not have Magnetic, for example. Uh, tar Creeper, totally fine. It was I was kind of sad to see him go. 
Mm. It was sad. Like, it was sad. Like, like I said, no. Next question. Hmm. <laughs> I would say, uh, you look at other card games like Magic, when a new set comes out, there's always a default to a more aggressive build. Uh, Red Deck Wins comes out and, and puts up showings at the beginning of a meta all the time. Uh, you need, because of the way the combat system works in this game, and because there is not in-turn interactivity, yes, we need stuff like this to slow down, widen out, push out the meta in ways that you don't have ways to interact with otherwise. And this is kind of the default thing that you have to do is have what boil down to anti-aggro slash tempo minions. But also the question is, when you're slowing the game down, what are you slowing it down for? Because that's also really important. There's a very delicate balance. If you are slowing the game down and ending with Xerus cloning gallery, you take 100. Not okay. Don't do that. Not good. But if you're slowing the game down and you're ending with, uh, I don't know, Ysera, right? If that's the, the your long-term game plan is, I'm going to slow the game down, I'm going to kill all your stuff one at a time, and then I'm going to play a, a 412 that draws me a card every turn, and that that is what I hope is good enough. That's pretty healthy. If you end with a giant combo kill or a freeze mage or a shutterwalk or any of that stuff, or Dr. Boom Mad Genius, and then they always get the blast shield to turn, they play it. Um, always. Or like every uh, other turn afterwards. Yeah, and then with their last minute, they do a mega assembly, and then it's save the best for last, and then you concede. Um, <laughs> I heard they were going to fix that, but they were busy with classic. <laughs> <laughs> they're, are they, they're still working on it, right? They made the announcement two months ago but that part's still yeah so the question is what is the balance the delicate balance of the metagame because if you print better aggressive tools and you print better defensive tools that's fine if you print good defensive tools and game enders but you don't have good aggro tools then you end up with the control warrior meta except for busted rogue cards and they nerf the rogue cards and the rest of the meta is just warrior and it kind of sucks we got a lot of emails into the show at the end of rise of shadows like the games take forever i can't play it on the train anymore because if i queue into a warrior that's 25 minutes and if i don't finish the game in 25 minutes then i go into the tunnel and i lose so like it just it changed the accessibility of the game because the defensive tools tools were too strong, and you can't do that. You have to have the balance, but also if the offensive tools or defensive tools or game ending tools are all too far, then you run with a with a with an issue. You have to bring them all into a delicate balance. And I'm not I'm not trying to be funny with this, but saying uh, on that note, when all these other things are making it easy to move away from this game. If you lose the toilet stone crowd because the games take oh, yeah. too long, like that, I'm that done. is an actual legitimate um, demographic that you are shutting out of the game because that's about, there. Actually. When you make a game that is mobile, you know, accessible and pushed as much as this, you have to make it a game that they can play in the time they're allotted to play on a device like that. Well, you guys heard me this weekend playing Runeterra, my second game against another person. Um, the person was like hardly paying attention. It felt like they were taking forever for each of their plays. I fast played it because I want to fast play my first few games, just get a feeling for the game. And it took me over 20 minutes. That was my second game. And I remember being like, mm, I mean, this, again, this, this is preview patch. Like, like I, I see that as yeah, something yeah. that gets adjusted for sure. I, but I, I think so for sure. But I, I was definitely thinking like, oh man, I could have had three wins with Evolve Shaman. By and these, that's the same kind of <laughs> problem that, that turns into... And you into... have enough time to take a cold shower and cry. Like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you eat that whole bag of cookies in the shower. Um, but uh, even with something like Magic Online, where you're using a chess timer instead of your timer that tournament 
rounds allow when that timer is not always going to be 50 50 when you hit 25 minutes and you've expired your half of the the game timer and you lose yeah like yes there are judges that give slow play warnings and there's different metrics to look at what needs attention but you can't split stuff like that down the middle and really have it work especially when you allow combinations of different what they have regions instead of colors or whatever um that have totally different styles of gameplay it doesn't mean they're not doing something for that entire time but if they use up more of the timer it's not really a clear one side or the other metric you can lean on for me it was just like passing priority waiting waiting passing priority. but honestly you know what's really interesting is i'm really patient when i play board games in person with other people it's really interesting. I never thought about this before. I mean, but with I'm magic, impatient you, when I play online, like Hearthstone, you could stare over games. your cards at them menacingly, and then you could shuffle really crazy like Kibler does. Have you ever watched Kibler play Magic? It's like watching the tide go in and out. Like it just, it just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like OG find Pavel. Peace. Like when peak peak Pavel when he would just like stare at his opponent across the computer, <laughs> right? <It's> just <laughs> hands folded menacingly, lean eyes out, right lean out the across screen. the desk. Yeah. All ninety eight <laughs> pounds of Russian intensity on the other person. It was the, it I was know. the best part of competitive Hearthstone for a while was just that that Pavel stare. Like he wasn't paying attention to the game; he was just staring you down. <laughs> I know when I uh, got back into Magic this past year, and I went to my first limited event in like years, and I sat across the table. I was like. I'm sitting across the table from the guy who can shuffle. Dang it. That's my first comment. Like, I'm going to get owned. It was like the biggest mind game I had in in tournament magic was like shuffle your cards faster than the other person and annoy the crap out of them. Yeah. And then like you casually talk over your shoulder to somebody else to shop about how bad your deck is. And like you forget a life total pad. And it's like, oh, this person's done this too many times. That's the play. (laughs) That's funny. All right. Last rope. So, and this rope, I'm going to give you a little something extra with it. Pretend that I'm passing my turn and emoting a wow at the end, and then you get to talk. So my question is, is a hot dog a sandwich? And before you speak, and I'm going to mute my mic for the next 75 seconds, I'm going to tell you, it's not. It's a taco. Go. Bread, bread, tasty middle. It's up to you. Open your minds. (laughs) Food and drink snobbery is not a likable trait in people. It can be a sandwich if you want it to be. So That's I was like, so answer. is that hamburger answer. a sandwich? Like, yes. yes. So then that would be a hot dog a sandwich, right? Because it's just meat between bread. So it's like would, you hold it from, you hold it different. I would say that the. Uh, Not everybody. Have you seen those weirdos that bite the middle of the hot dog like it's a sandwich? Just you ever see it. someone holding a hot dog from the side? Have you ever seen they, someone put a hot dog on a hamburger? Uh, yeah. I guess yeah. I had. <laughs> I would absolutely butterfly a hot dog and put it on top of a hamburger. I'm I'm not above that. It's called spatchcock, first of all. <laughs> what? At second, I, I, <laughs> is this a Boston thing? What? No, it's it's, tur- it's actually a turkey thing. I'm um, from Massachusetts. We were... It's not a Boston thing. Let me tell you that for sure. We're not spatchcocking anything there. I thought we were and I would, I would also this, answer your question. I thought we were trying to make this this podcast PC. I'm very confused. Is, is, is pop tart a ravioli? And I what? think then what I wanted to put in the show notes here was the sandwich alignment chart. That's, oh yeah, the sandwich alignment. <laughs> My, I would <laughs> when you pose it as a question of sandwich versus taco, I would say taco. I'm dead. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, well, Dan is dead, guys. And and 
by having a molten core and a solid crust, is the that. Earth not also a ravioli? The, the Earth is more like a is, is like a pie. Magooch, we killed them. They're dead now. Yes. We we have to do a podcast next week. Cool. Just give me a call. I would love oh, it actually hurts. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I'm sorry okay. for anyone's ulcer. I just activated. <laughs> I think actually, like, maybe our best quality as a podcast is just to laugh. <laughs> People can hear us laughing. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Okay. Rope is over, I'm guessing. <laughs> I was no. confused about the answer. Is it just a rhetorical question, Magooch? What was your answer? <laughs> it was more to put people into one of one of two groups, uh, whether you're willing to think outside the bun or whether you are, um, I don't know, trapped in the middle of a, I don't know, doughy a situation. That's not, I got nothing for this one. <laughs> a binary thought sandwich, yeah. Oh gosh! Well, so that's it for this week. <laughs> if you like that's it. <laughs> Did the rope end? <laughs> we 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 got the floating card, but we disconnected while the turn was going. We never saw the rope. Oh, it's the worst. So you said it was a sandwich, right? Didn't you say that, Hat? No, it's a taco. Taco. Oh, it's yeah. a taco. Yeah. Oh. Wait, I forgot that when I was thinking about the Pop-Tart. How is it a taco? You hold it from the bottom and you put toppings on top of it. And whenever you get a sandwich, you have to specify the type of sandwich. You're getting a hot dog. It's a hot dog. You're getting a taco. It's a taco. You have like, to what lean, do you want on your taco? You have to lean the not bitten side up so the ingredients don't all fill, spill into your hand. Yeah. Or, or hold it with some kind of wrapper. a fancy sandwich then? Uh, tacos and sandwich are like, they're, they're two sides of the same coin. Of like food you hold with your hands, it's in that family. They're like they're species, and then it starts to get complicated when you get into like burritos and calzones, and you're like crossing the streams. Don't cross what, the streams. What happens if you take two pop tarts and then angle a hot dog? I don't like where this is going, and I will not engage with that question. Angle? Is that like the, that the, the KFC like the two donuts and the chicken in the middle? The no. KFC? Okay. I'm, I know we're trying to be PG. When you when your phrase includes angle a hot dog, nothing good has ever come after that phrase. Not a thing. I don't think anything good has ever come before that phrase either, though. It's uh, it's, it's just kind of a ever zone. Been before. I don't like it. I, I don't. No, sir. I don't like it. Thanks for banging your mic stand, though. I appreciate that. That was not my mic stand. I'm not oh. even near the table. Well, good job. That was my hot dog. <laughs> okay. All right. No. All right. So that is it for this week. Or, I mean, taco. <laughs> if you like what you're listening to, imagine you are, uh, tell a friend, share the pod on a Discord or in a social. That uh, really helps. Um,. Is there anything that you would like to plug, uh, Hat? Yes. Uh, so I'm on a show called Coin Concede. We talk about uh, how to make the competitive side of the game more accessible to you. Coinconcede.com. We uh, we have a podcast, obviously. Uh, Discord.coinconcede.com if you want to hang out in your Discord because the Squelch guys don't have a Discord yet, which is unfortunate. So come hang out with us. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at RidiculousHat. You can find Team Hearth Legends, which is a league format series that I run at TeamHearthLegends.com. We're taking signups for the next season pretty soon, actually. We're taking captain applications starting right now. Um, 
And uh, since I'm on a podcast with a bunch of DHL people, uh, shout out to Du Charmo. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yes. And also on the board of THL and, uh, and just a nice guy. So shout out to Du Charmo. Yes, no kidding. Oh, uh, that's you, Joel. Oh, that's me. No, that's uh, me. <laughs> if you oh, love us like we love you, give us that sweet five star rating if you made it this far on iTunes and everywhere else you can. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Squelchcast if you made it this far. <laughs> and bless you. Bless your little heart for making it this far. Yay. You can follow me on Twitter at DinoPlay. The O is a zero because I'm cool. <laughs> you can follow me <laughs> at underscore Magooch. You can follow me at Enthralamon1, but you don't want to. <laughs> and you oh, can find me at Ridiculous Hat. I don't have an underscore or a number in my name. It's just the words. You just type the words ridiculous and then hat, and that's it. What? Wow. Aren't you cool? Yeah. OG. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Just a legitimate <laughs> statement. I'm just saying, yes. I'm jealous. Not too many other people were looking for that name. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was, there was that one girl you knew in high school, but... but she didn't think the hat was ridiculous. We've established this already. <laughs> she's awesome. How mad I was <laughs> she, I couldn't she, get Magooch she's, on Twitter or Runeterra. Who else is Magooch? What? <laughs> I got Dan O'Play on Runeterra. And, yeah. Cause... I got Enthralamund 1. No, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you heard that. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> all right all right uh you can email us at squelchcast at gmail.com give us a quest send us an email tweet the show give us an awesome quest make us do something silly and then make me drop a bunch of places on ladder and get a bunch of new friends indeed do all of those things thank you very much and remember hearthstone is a game and games are supposed to be fun <laughs> <laughs>